Welcome to the Greatest Choice Podcast. Challenging you to make greater choices. All right, welcome everybody to the Greatest Choice Podcast. I'm here with my brother Nilto. Yep. Rodrigo, hello, and Gabriel. Hey, yo. Let's go, guys. And today, we're going to talk about something that's going to be very interesting. And a lot of wives that are listening to us they're right gonna now. They're going to love this. They're going to love this episode. Okay, guys? Let me tell you why I'm saying this. Because most of our followers are women. Where are the guys at? No, where are the men at? Let's go. Let's represent, <laughs> guys. This podcast is mainly for men. Right? Woman, you can... Guys, please continue to hear us. But <laughs> it's mainly for men, okay? And listen, today we're going to talk about sports, and we're going to give more ammo to your wife to be able to fight you when you're watching soccer. Sorry. Uh, and, you know, drinking Today's beer there. Because listen, one. the main thing we want to do here is kind of force your hand to listen to us and have some arguments and, and to be able to uh, argue with your wife and, and have something to say. So with that said, Nilto. You've been you, since I've known you. Okay, you 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 love sports, all kinds of sports, but mainly soccer, right? You're yes. very passionate. In um, basketball, in basketball too. And what I loved about your passion is that how much knowledge you had about it. You would know every single player, every country. Trust me, like everywhere, rising stars, people <laughs> that are retired that are going to become coaches, and you know had an opinion on every little thing. And I can only think that, man, this probably takes a ton of time, right? Now, you've also went through an episode where we all did when Brazil lost in the World Cup. Yeah. And you, you were a little bummed out. Why don't you tell me a little bit about that period in your life? That period? Yeah, I mean, not too long ago. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all, we all have a, a story to tell from that day. Um, dark times. Dark times, yeah. So the day we lost to Croatia um, – I mean, maybe it wasn't as bad as the 7-1 back in no. 2018, but it was still pretty bad because, I mean, we were excited. We were feeling patriotic, hoping that Brazil wins, and we didn't. And I'm sitting there, like, really bummed out having lunch at a restaurant where these guys are talking about the game, and I'm like, dude, I feel terrible. But like, well, for what, you know? And I started to realize that soccer – has like such a strong hold on like my emotions that I started to kind of come to the realization that it really it's, might not be the healthiest thing. And like Victor said, I mean, from a very young age, I've always been very into sports, basketball and soccer mainly, but soccer also coming from the culture, just kind of how you grow up, um, loving soccer to watch it, to, to play FIFA. Cause I love playing FIFA. That was a huge part of my, my childhood um, fantasy games and, knowing players' names and all that. And it does take up a whole lot of time. And not only that, but then you follow pages to see the news. And then with the news, you comment with a friend, and then you have a conversation. And then I'm having arguments about this player that's better than this player. And when you have an argument, it's just like politics. Like, you have a point. The person has a point. You argue for half an hour. And at the end of the conversation, there's nobody, no conclusion. There's no conclusion. Yeah. Like the conclusion is that I'm right and he's wrong yeah. and he thinks the same way. So I just started realize, like, bro, I invest a lot of time <laughs> into sports. And 
not just sports, but anything that takes that much of your time that isn't being bringing something productive to your life, it's really not healthy. So yeah. I'm not to say that discard sports from your life because I'm wearing a Celtics hoodie. I really enjoy watching sports as entertainment, as a distraction once in a while, but no longer as like a religious thing that I need to follow all the time. Because before, I would make time to watch games. So like Saturday morning, boom, Premier League. Afternoon, Serie A. And then La so Liga. Your life was around I, the soccer schedule. Exactly. Yeah. So like on a Sunday, oh, church is over. We got to run home because there's a Manchester Derby or some game going on that I always wanted to watch. And everything else had to kind of like line up around it. Celtics are playing. Nope. I got to watch the Celtics. And I think after I had Melissa as well, it's like another thing that came into my life that it's like an added layer of responsibility that now time. I got to allocate my time, you know? So yep. I still watch the Celtics, but I'm not going to change trade watching a game than doing something with my family, you know? So I got to prioritize. <laughs> and I think just came, come, came into age as well. And um, yeah, I mean. So clearly we see a pattern, right? So I think we need to understand the difference between a hobby and a distraction. Absolutely. When does the hobby start impacting you or preventing you from growth? Because growth is imperative in life. Every single day, if we're not a little bit better than the previous day, and you talked about that in the competition episode, and you guys loved it. A lot of people shared and talked about it. Thank you guys, you for the feedback. You guys do know that we need to improve. If we're not improving, we're automatically not improving. You're losing because of inflation. <laughs> right? So exactly. you're losing to the inflation. There you That's go. Right. So – your time has to be invested in things that produce. That's what you said. And I think that's so powerful, right? Because what do we do with our time? Am I bringing value? When you're arguing with that friend, are you really bringing value to his life? Or are you adding a layer of anger to him? Because now you're trying to prove him wrong. And, hey, I've lost friendships because of <laughs> fantasy games. Yep. Okay? That was one of the reasons that I said, dude, I'm done with this. What, what does this really, besides the bragging rights, which is something that we value a lot as men. <laughs> um, what else does he bring to my life? And when I realized that it was just such a waste of time, like even watching it, I was like, dude, it's okay. If you guys like watching it, go, go ahead. But we just experienced something this year where the World Cup was going to be on Sunday. The final, right, was Sunday morning. And... We are all, we're all hoping that Brazil is going to be there. And people were asking, fighting the pastor, because they wanted to make sure that the culto didn't happen. At the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, and we should not be idolizing anybody besides Jesus, right? This is the only idol we should have in our lives. That's the only person we, you said it, we do not negotiate the time with Jesus, right? We yep. do not negotiate time with him. We give it to him. Our premises, right? We talked about that. That's not just money. It's our time. So, Gabe, you've always been very invested in a, a church, and that takes a ton of time, right? Imagine if you added a layer to it where now you have sports and you have that conflicting, um, that conflicting event, right? You either choose between serving Jesus or, you know, watching, playing, or whatever it is related to sports, but you've never really been into it. So you have a completely different perspective than Nilto. So what's your take on it? I mean, for me, I grew up around people who were always into sports. 
and I understand how it works. I understand how it plays, but I never got into it. And I think when you're not totally emotionally, mentally, physically invested in it, it gives your head space to focus on other things, right? Uh, yeah, sure. They're in the World Cup. That's the time when I come together with other people and I'm like, this is great. We all come together to share the same emotion, whether it's joy, anger, or on that day, sadness. But you start to think like, what really, what value is this giving to me in my own personal life? You know, and I think for sports, hey, man, it's cool. You know, if you're into it, cool. I'm just not the type of person who's going to go out and do research on it, look up specific player stats, look up specific games because it's like, really, what is that going to bring value? Is that going to bring value to my own life? Mm-hmm. How is that going to help me? You know, so I, I think that's 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 part of my take on it is like we have to think like at the end of the day, is this going to really help me or is this going to bring detriment to my own personal life? Oh, my God. And I think that's so big because let's focus on the detriment a little bit. The detriment can be real. The okay. detriment can be very, can very be f- real. Rodrigo, talk about that. <laughs> so, um, soccer, Brazilian. You know, I, I play. I've been playing soccer since I moved to Brazil when I was like ten. Um, very passionate about it, but it can it can cause a lot of detriment, man. It can be very bad for you. I was playing soccer on a Thursday night before the World Cup final. The World Cup final was on a Sunday. Thursday night, I went to, I was playing soccer. And this guy stepped on my foot. And I just heard a snap. And then I fell on the ground. And I was like, eh, it's probably nothing. And then I couldn't get up. (laughs) I couldn't get up. So I kind of just had to, you know, just roll over to the sidelines. And then I was like, "Ah, I really need help getting up right now. This is not good. So I called my friend over. And there was still, like, 20 minutes left to play. And um, I just, I left. I got in my car. And I drove to the emergency room because I'm like, this is, this hurts. This hurts. This is hurting pretty bad. And then I get to the emergency room. And I'm like, I parked the car. And I'm like, you know what, man? I'm going to go home. <laughs> so I went home. I stopped by CVS before. I put my cleats on. And then I started walking around CVS. I bought, um uh something to freeze my foot so I'm not feeling any more pain and then I I bought a wrap to put around it and then the world cup final was on Sunday and I was walking around with a boot I had a boot at home I was walking around with a boot and the world cup final was it was 4 4 3 in the PKs for Argentina I was I was jumping I was super emotional it was a lot of fun and how then, were you jumping with the boot on don't ask okay. um but I I jumped and then I go to the doctor on Monday, the day after the World Cup final, and I find out my foot was broken the entire time. <laughs> wow. Um, so from Thursday to Monday, my foot was broken, and I was walking around. The The Friday after was when Brazil lost, was it? Before the Friday. No, it was the week before. But the final? The after. day after was, was when Argentina played, and then I also I jumped on my broken foot then. So you... you you just got to be careful, man, because I am very passionate about playing soccer. I have a lot of fun. You know, I need a release, and that's my release. But my hobby, from day to night, it just it completed. Um, my foot is still broken till this day, but from day to night, it just affected everything else. Like my, It's like my quality of living 
just went down out of nowhere because I was playing soccer and some guy stepped on my foot. So, you know, we can't let sports affect us to that point. You know, I was taken into it seriously. I get very aggressive. I start cussing, and that, that's not good because those aren't things that we would do in front of Jesus. Right, right. I think, I think the detriment part of it that, that we're trying to talk about is, is, is not, we're not saying that you stop playing soccer. It's not that, right? But Rodrigo just explained he was playing with so much passion, passion. <laughs> <laughs> and aggressiveness, right, which is not necessary because you're not really competing. We just talked about competition last week. Yep. And for a lot of our listeners that might work in a job that you really need to stand up and, and clean and construction, whatever the case may be, imagine how that would impact her family. Would have been terrible. I'm lucky. Right? So it, it, it's crazy. Nilto, you, you've always – I don't know what happens, man. You have, you, like, you have the weakest ankle I've ever – Oh yeah! <laughs> like, every single time we play soccer, this actually true story. Went to the beach one time. This ju- he went to get up. He's like, "Oh my god, I feel my back." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my god!" It was, it was a weird day. <laughs> it was a weird day. So the detriment part of it for you, Nuto, because you were so invested. Where, where do you think he came? Like it, it, in the form of what? How did you feel that reason that need to change? It was definitely in regards to time, because something that Rodrigo said that I just want to put across. I don't want to come off as a hypocrite because I still enjoy sports very much. But I just came to the realization that I was prioritizing it too much. So I still needed that release. So I'll say, like, once in a while, I'll still watch the Celtics. If there's a game going on and I don't have something pressing, I'll sit and watch. Recently, I actually made a trip out to Europe, which I was really happy about. I actually went to a few stadiums to watch the Champions League match live with a friend. I met great people, so I had a great time. But it was in regards to, like, the entertainment aspect of it. And it was funny because, like, I went to watch a Manchester United game, and I met these Manchester United fans, and I told them that a couple days before, I was at Anfield, the Liverpool stadium. And they were like, oh, my God, how dare you? Like, bro, I'm here for the entertainment. I'm not a fan. I'm not a crazy guy who's going to fight the opposing team. Like, I'm just here for the, for, the, for the show. To me, it's like watching a movie, right? right? Like, if it's a good movie, you'll watch. You'll sit through it. And... I would like to watch a good soccer game. I get made fun of by my friends because back in Brazil, my team that my family supports is Vasco, which is a terrible team. <laughs> Poor guy. They're like second division team. Yeah, they deserve that. So they're a second division team, and I get made fun of because I don't follow them passionately like a real fan would. And, yeah, I'm kind of okay with that, you know, because <laughs> I, the same way that I like to watch a good movie, I like to watch good football. And Vasco is crap. I'm not going to waste my time <laughs> watching that team play. If they win, cool. If they lose, I don't care. Like, it's, that's just kind of my attitude, how it's been. I've never been emotionally invested in sports. With, with, with the Celtics a little bit when they get into the playoffs. But with soccer, I've never been emotionally invested. It was my time that was way too invested. Now, Victor, how about you, man? Because I know you also have some... Uh had financial detriment, time detriment. <laughs> you hey, also had it's about physical you detriment as well. Now let's bring it over here. Yeah. Let's you, know, you know what the problem is? Every single time you guys talk, I'm like, damn, I, I, I have the worst of everything here. Like I used to play <laughs> soccer. So I still play soccer, uh, not as aggressively. And I, I just, I'm just not as good anymore. So, <laughs> um, but I, I got hurt many times playing soccer. Um, 
Funny story. The reason why I was able to walk around in a boot was because last year he hurt his foot. And I still <laughs> had the boot, so I, I landed to him. So I used to play very aggressively, and it would really bring the worst side of me because the competition side of things where I would get super aggressive because I remember try to hurt other people willingly like I remember I, <laughs> <laughs> fighting like fighting for the stupidest things right and on top of all of that the time so I am thankful that I came to the realization very early on in my life that there are certain habits that I had that had to change right and that benefited me because it put me ahead of the game in a lot of aspects, especially the financial side of things. Why? Because, but again, I w I've always been a very extreme person. So I had to learn from like very bad mistakes. I learned from my mistakes. So hopefully you guys will, will learn from this and not make the same mistakes. So I stopped playing fantasy games because I made fun of a friend. Um, at the time he was my friend. And, <laughs> um, and I used to, one thing about me, if people that know me, I like to make fun of people. It's something, you know, no harm, no foul. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not you guys. I don't make fun of the three no. of you. Uh, oh, no. Uh, not at all. No, no, no. But, and, but I can get annoying if I want to, right? I know you guys are probably surprised. Seems like you're always wanting to. <laughs> <laughs> and I just made so much fun of this guy that he lost his head, right? And he got physical with me. And then that's it. That friendship ended. And at that moment, I was like, wow, all of this happened because of a game. Okay. And that was fantasy games. Then I stopped playing the fantasy games. Wait, so all that happened not that, even because of a real game? No, no, oh, no, no. That was a fantasy game. Okay. <sighs> but then I still, I still played FIFA. And I was very passionate about FIFA. And I used to think, like, when I was in Brazil, I was unbeatable. And then I got here, and I played this dude, Nilto. And he kicked my okay? Like, <laughs> sorry, but he did. It, it, it was bad, okay? And here's the thing. He was Mariana, he's Mariana's brother, so I had to deal with this every single day. It's not like I could run away from it. But I'm a very I'm I have perseverance, man. I was like, I'm going to beat this guy. I'm going to beat this guy. But, oh, my God, man, I hated this dude because every single time he beat me, he would take a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had Bragging this, rights. We, we, had receipts. A, we had a group. <laughs> we had a group, right? I didn't know he was taking pictures. He wouldn't share it with me. <laughs> but then the one day that I beat him, like, like, I don't remember the score, but it was a crazy score. I went and sent that in the group. I was like, ah, uh, no. and we started making fun of him. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> so it made me realize that, for I, I was, it was actually affecting my relationship with him because I had this resentment inside. I was like, dude, I want to beat this guy so <laughs> Because bad. of FIFA. Because of FIFA. FIFA. Throwback to the competitive episode. Oh yeah. Wanted to oh, yeah. So, dude, it was crazy, right? Yeah. So, stop playing because I realized that I was like, no, nah, man, like, Nilto had been such an, I used to look up to him, like, when I was growing up. I still do in many ways. And I, I'm like, I can't. This is not good. So we stopped playing for a long time. And by the time we went back to playing, it, it wasn't as bad because we were not competing anymore. So right. we take the competition out Moderation. of it. It's exactly. But it, it, you take the competition out of things, everything becomes better. Yeah. Right? So fast forward, now I'm playing by myself. 
And what do I start doing? There's this, you know, a lot of games online nowadays. You have to spend money on it. If you don't spend money on it, you either fall behind or you just don't compete. And I used to be a very competitive person. And I, I feel like we're going back to the competition episode. But, I mean, competition can be so detrimental. And I spent thousands and thousands of dollars in this game, <laughs> okay, to be able to compete, okay? Thousands of dollars. I saw the receipt. It's true. It's – I'm not going to put a number on it. Just <laughs> trust me when I say thousands of dollars. And for every year, the game would reset. And then you would have – like, you built this team – Top of the line, yeah. next year you have to spend money on it again. Now, in my case, thank God, it, I wasn't taking money from my, you know, for anything that was priority. That, but I could have used the money for something else, right? So that's the detriment about finances that you mentioned. <laughs> so, uh, so it was impacting. And I think it's, it's very prevalent to, to mention that because I don't know anybody in my group of friends but i know for a fact that it's it's a legit problem amongst men um sports betting oh yeah and, and, and there are many men out there who are actually putting money like in your case you said it wasn't money that was like necessary to pay the bills but that you could have invested it better but, and there but are men out there that are putting money along, on the line that they could they shouldn't it was it's a game crazy it, man. it is it's, it is the whole gambling. the whole betting thing like there is um there was a guy who bet a million dollars on a football game where one team was winning like 28 to, to 3, something crazy like that. He was like, oh, I'm going to bet that that team is going to win. In the fourth quarter, it was like 10 minutes left, the other team came back, and the guy lost a million dollars. And imagine losing a million dollars in 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, it happens. <laughs> yeah, but it happens all the time. So in, in this game that we're talking about, it's FIFA, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And FIFA is, it became gambling to me, okay? And it's something that even to this day, I'm not, I didn't stop fully, but I stopped competing. I still tend to want spend money on it okay because i want that i want to open that pack i want to see what's in there it's gambling yeah, that's gambling, gambling. Yeah. that's gambling for kids it's gambling <laughs> for kids there are, there are countries really i believe belgium has already banned it yeah. so that you you can't use actual money to get an advantage in the game so. yeah because it, it and it the detriment was i had to spend hours and hours and hours and hours and hours playing this and it's not just about playing, dude. It's a culture because now I had to play. I had to watch videos from mm-hmm. people that are better than me to see what they're doing to get better, okay? Every single week, they come up with new things. So you have to stay on top. If you don't play, if you don't have 24 hours invested into this, you don't get anything done. And then if you don't do it, you don't compete. You're imagine, not competitive. Imagine all that towards work. Right. So, and then it, re- it, it translates to work because... I had a nine-to-five job that I didn't like. I didn't want to be there. I've always wanted to be my own boss. But what people don't realize, being your own boss, you're just going to work more. <laughs> and yep. you're just going to work way more. Because yep. now you have to uh, eat what you kill. And if you don't kill anything, you don't eat. Yeah. So I wouldn't. It, BYOB would not be possible if I was the same man. And when I say this to you guys, that it took a long time for me to realize what I needed to do. And this is what I did because we, we said that we're not just going to talk about the things we do. We're going to give you practical advice. One day I sat down and I, I actually read this book. Um, I believe it's uh, Five Habits or Habits of Highly Productive People. Isn't it Atomic Habits? At- no, there's, there's Atomic. This is another book. I will get the, I'll put the title in the description of the video. 
And the guy talks about you making a list of everything that you do every day, journaling, right, what you do. And then you put a timestamp on it, okay? So if you go to the bathroom and you spend an hour in the bathroom scrolling to Instagram, you know, put that, write that down. Let's see where your time is going because I know we said that time is our most valuable asset. And I did that for a week. And then I I went to look back. Guys, the time I spent playing video games, scrolling to Instagram, and surprisingly sitting in the throne, (laughs) 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 it was accounted to 40% of my free time. So take the sleeping, the time that you sleep and the time that you work, 40% of that time. Oh, sorry. It was 40% of my overall time. And I was like, oh, my God. Because I was barely sleeping because I didn't. I worked long hours, so I would give up my sleep to play video games or to research video games, whatever I had to do. So I made a decision. I was like, I'm going to stop playing FIFA because that's, that's impacting me. And this is what happened. Did you have withdrawal sy- symptoms? I didn't. Until Nilto started playing again. That's fine. Nilto started playing again. And then another friend of mine started playing again. And I was like, now I need to play. But here's what happens. It was a competitive victor. They were doing well. I was like, let me get back in this game. Show these guys how it's done. (laughs) Um, And it became a detriment to me again. So two takeaways from here. You have to understand. First of all, if there's things that you want to do in your life, you need to understand what's keeping you from doing those things. Okay, so start by analyzing your day. The second thing that I did, I found what I had to do and I cut that out of my life. But I also, you guys need to, and this is going to be a powerful message here, you need to be aware of the friends that you have because if you're trying to stop something and then the people around you are doing the thing that you want to stop, you're not going to be able to do it. No. You're not going to be the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And sure. I went to Nilto and it was like, Nilto, stop sending me screenshots about this. <laughs> like I did. And I went, did the same thing with my other friend. And they did. And it helped because otherwise it wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked for me. So the other thing that I hear a lot is I don't have time to read the Bible. And that was me. Like every single time that. I went to church and one of the pastors said that we need to devote time to Jesus Christ. I would look at my schedule like, I have no time. How many of you guys have heard that before? Bro, I, I think we hear it all the time. And that's when um, the amount of time that I had invested in it that it started to, started to realize. And you're talking about how invested you were in this game. But we can talk about the same thing with sports where I would see myself like, all right, so you watch the game, and then you go you watch ESPN because now you got these commentators that are going to talk about the game that you watched last night. <laughs> and then you take what they talked about, and then you share it with a friend, and then you're going to talk to your friend. So it's, it's, a, it's a snowball effect. that It's not just a matter of how much time you spend actually watching the game, but there's all these other things that are um, directed to it that are also consumes your time. So one of the things that I did that was practical – that helped me kind of get my mind off of it is that I filtered my Instagram. So on oh, my Instagram, that's I cool. had I followed so many sports pages that if I'm scrolling through my feed, there were so many videos and transfer news and and reports of this guy and this guy being the sold World to Cup this ends team. 
is Messi the GOAT? Yeah. Ronaldo going to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Pretty much. Getting so, paid $200 million a year. And then what happens is you see that, and then you share with a friend, and then a conversation starts, and then you're the devoting. algorithm pushes that. Exactly. So yeah. then you're following all these pages. So I was like, okay, so what do I devote, want to devote my time in? Right now, I'm really trying to devote my time to get my marketing business off the ground. So what I did was I followed a bunch of people that do what I do, that what I want to do. So I follow all these pages that show, like, different skills for you to acquire, talking about how they started their business. So I'm trying to get my mind aligned with kind of my my objectives. And I kind of got rid of some of the pages. I still have a few because I still want to be on the loop, but not completely control my time because that's what it was doing. Everything in moderation, which is when you talked about the release, which I think is really important, is that we're not putting the message out that sports is bad. Yeah. That right. you shouldn't watch it, That's very and that you should get rid of it from your life. Absolutely not. But you should, like Victor said, analyze your day, analyze where your time is going. If there are things that you want to do that you're not doing, then you don't have the privilege of spending all this exactly. time with sports. Yeah, because it's a hobby. It's a hobby. It's a distraction. Yeah. So a distraction take, you should not take time from your priorities. Absolutely. If, you, if if there's something that you want to accomplish in life, and then you do what you said you write all your habits down and you realize you're spending 40% of your time doing something that's not yep. adding any value to your life. Like, come no, on. And then we say we don't have time for God. And then you say you don't have time for God. You got to, first of all, I think to be able to do that and to be able to change and accomplish what you want to accomplish in life, you got to have a list of priorities. Yeah. And it says it, and love the, God above I, all I things. I love that. Like you're, so you're the only one here who has a kid, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I'm going to ask you this. I don't know if you're going to be able to answer it, right? Because we didn't plan this. But talk about what do you think are the biggest, the five biggest priorities that you have right now in your life? Five priorities? Yeah. I mean, my family. So, right. yeah. Um, I mean, this podcast is in there. Absolutely. Ministry. So, like, my involvement at church, God. Um, no gym? Well, yeah, physical, my physical <laughs> life. Got to put them in check. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that's that's four. That's four. What else am I missing? Well, that's, well, I mean, that's my, it's up so, to you. My, so, my spiritual life and, and church is two separate things. So you so. said God, family, yes. right, ministry, because God need, requires ministry. We need to be active and proactive um, in the mission serve. of God. Serve, right? Serve, Serving. Yes. I think Pastor talked about in the church today that church is not about us getting served, it's about us serving. Yep. We yep. need to understand that it's very important. That Wash takes some time. feet. Wash some feet, yeah. For some people, that might be the case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, you just made me lose my train of thought. And so you said four priorities. Now, after those four priorities are done, that's when you go and use that free time right. for you to either spend time with your wife right? Spend time with your kids because we have so many priorities in our lives. And when we say, oh, everybody out there will say, my family is my priority. But what does that really mean? Right? For me, my family is my wife. So I get so caught up. I'm bringing a business off the ground. I have this podcast. I have a team. I have 12 people in my team. I have clients. I have everything. And then when I spend time with my wife, am I being intentional with the time or I'm just sitting next to her watching TV? Because that's not spending time. So, you know, that brings up a good point where it's like we need to have non-negotiables in our life. Oh, that's beautiful. Or man. It's that's, like... That's so imperative. We have, we have things on our day-to-day life where it's non-negotiable. 
It's like, I am going to do this. Like, this is going to happen. We have five right? things already. Exactly. So I think the message, as we said, we're not saying that sports or hobbies in general is a bad thing. Where it becomes a bad thing is when it starts to control our life. Mm. Yep. Right? Absolutely. And it's like, whoa, hold on. We need to control that. We can't have that control us. You know what I'm saying? So whatever hobby you have, make sure that you're doing it on your time that's actually free. You're not putting it in time slots. It's like, oh, you know, I should probably be doing work here. Should be spending time with my family. It's like, hold on. That's where Victor comes in. It's like, let me write down everything that's happening in my life. And the things that are important, am I taking care of that? You know, am I taking care of my non-negotiables? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Guys. Another thing about taking control also, I can tell you guys one thing. I'm not going to go back to playing soccer at the same place I was before. I'm going to have to go somewhere else because if I end up going back there, I'm going to see the guy who stepped on my foot and broke it, and I'm probably going to want to break his foot or break his, his knee or something. Yeah. And um, I think, it, I dude, what you said was so true. We need to take control of these things and not let us um, – not let it – be, not let the hobby distract us too much from from what we right. want to do. Yeah, I think like that's we key, gotta man. we we gotta do things throughout our day that would make God proud. Right. And if I break that guy's foot, it's not gonna make God proud. I, I'm gonna challenge every man that's listening or watching us right now. First of all, in order for you to be able to prioritize anything in life, you need to know where your priorities are. And I think that goes along with our first episode when we talk a little bit about purpose. And I hope you guys start seeing the connections about the things that we talk about, where if you don't know your purpose, if you focus on what other people are doing, what the other people are doing instead of what you're doing, and if you don't take control of your life, okay, where you understand where your time is going, you understand your priorities, and you understand what is actually going to add to this world, yep. you're failing as a man. We talked about, which I think is one of the, the, the biggest issues when we talk about the investment of time into sports. But I think the emotional side is very important to emphasize as well because it almost gets to a point where you talked about priorities where people prioritize their teams or, or sports where it takes such a hold on them that it almost becomes worship. Like becomes idolatry. It becomes a religion. Yeah. 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 So, like, you start idolizing these dudes as if, like, this guy is, is God. And you invest so much time into it, and you want to argue with people that he's the best. Like, if if I, I wish I was as passionate about preaching Jesus as, as I was to telling people that <laughs> yeah. Tracy McGrady was the best basketball player that I ever watched. <laughs> yeah. Because there was a point in time that I was so invested in basketball and arguing with people about these points because I had the knowledge and I had to tell people what I thought. And... Like, there's nothing to gain from it. So, like, yeah. you get so emotionally invested that you have to kind of check yourself. Like, dude. But you know why that is? Humans are programmed to idol idolize. Oh, yeah. That's true. We are. We Do you remember what happened the day Brazil lost? No. We just, we had the whole day planned to work. Oh, yeah, and we didn't. We, right after Brazil lost, you went to bed. I went to CVS. <laughs> I bought a yeah. big tub of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, for, for each of us, I had one. Over <laughs> you had one, you had another. diet, he makes sure that everyone around him cheats too. He <laughs> but asked for if it. I'm going <laughs> down, put me on the spot. We're all going yeah. down. But you asked for it. That's exactly the conversation that I had with my friend, that it's like, after Brazil lost, we were so 
like bummed Damn. out. They're like, Devastated. it destroys your day. And like, he, and there yeah. are men that like you got a game where your team plays on Sunday. Let's say Cruzeiro and Atlético, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Cruzeiro wins and Atlético loses. 50% of our viewers just stop listening. I'm yep. sorry, but I've, I've seen, like, their team lose. They don't go to church because they don't want to get made fun of by the other the team supporters. <laughs> that happens. And People not only that, but then... of their teams. Yeah. You're in the house. Your team loses. Some wives out there, they know, like, oh, I can't talk to my husband today because the team lost. Wow. So think about, like, the emotional baggage that you're carrying around when you're so invested in the team and, like, how much it affects your life. That... We talked about giving wives ammo today, and that may be it. There may be dudes out there that are like, all right, I can't touch my husband today because he's pissed off because his team lost. Girls can't touch their husbands. Yeah, and then your wife yeah. finds a guy that, you know, cheers for the other team. Eesh. Okay? So a lot of guys out there that I've seen it firsthand. I've actually had people tell me that, oh, my wife cheated on me. And now I'm going to get – I'm going to – touch where you guys don't want to hear because I'm the one that talks about the most the things that you guys don't want to hear break some eggs man crack some eggs <laughs> here's the thing I had this guy come to me and he's like my wife cheated on me and he's he spent like an hour talking you know smack about her how horrible she is and I was like alright man let's self reflect yeah what what about you like did why did she cheat on you because you know there has to be a degree of blame on both of you guys. Yeah. And this guy, dude, you know, I was in a bad spot when I was 18, but I was 18 years old. This dude is 40, okay? Oh. Playing FIFA, hours and hours a day, has two kids, okay? You have two kids. The kids, he barely sees the kids because he's always playing. I was like, you're definitely not spending time with your kids. If you're not spending time with your kids, you're not spending time with your wife, okay? And he used to be so passionate about soccer, that if something happens with his team and something goes, you know, went sideways, his day was over, okay? And it was exactly when Ilto said the wife couldn't even talk to him. Wow. And then on top of all of that, he brought another dude to live in his apartment to buy, to share a room because he wanted to make a little bit more money on the side. Was that the guy she cheated on him with? That's the guy that she cheated on him uh, with. Big mistake. So, so here's the thing, guys. So y you're a man. You, you're listening to this. Your job is to provide for your family, financially, emotionally, intellectually, spiritually, spiritually, most importantly, spiritually. Yeah. And that takes time, man. You're not going to get it out easy. You're not just going to say, oh, I'm the man of this house. I'm the head of this household. And just because you spoke the words, that, that's going to change and make you uh -huh. the guy. People, respect is earned. Your kids are not going to respect you. Your, your wife's not going to respect you if you don't earn that respect. And every that, day. Every single day. You have to. I made a bet with myself where I'm going to try to earn my wife's respect every single day. If I don't do that, she doesn't, have, she doesn't need to respect me because it's on me. I need to do that. I live to make sure that she's happy and she lives to make sure that I'm happy. That's how it goes. And we can't split our emotions with things that are irrelevant. Yeah. Okay? So the takeaway I want you guys to have from this is marriages, something, the most sacred thing in the Bible, okay? It's one of the things that we value the most as Christians are ending because of distractions. Sports is one of them that we decided to talk about, but I'm sure a lot of us listening to this are probably thinking about, wow, there are times that I didn't go somewhere, I didn't do something that I should have done because of this. 
And I talked a lot about FIFA because that was it for me. Like, I wasn't mm -hmm. really engaged on sports, like, watching it, right? And I don't even know. If you ask many questions about basketball, I wouldn't know how to answer. But there are other things in life, other hobbies that take over our, our non-negotiables, and it, it starts to become a huge problem. I challenge you guys today, for that if you're listening, journal your day, okay? Understand where your time is going. And then understand first, find your, well, first find your purpose. What's your goal? What's your goal professionally, spiritually, intellectually, physically, okay? If, you, if you're telling that, if, you're, if, you're not have time, if you don't have time to go to the gym, if you don't have time to read the Bible, if you don't have time to eat well or cook, if you don't have time to do any of the five things that we keep talking about in this podcast, look back at your day. Find time. Take control of your life. And that's how we end this episode today, guys. Thank you very much. <laughs>